Welcome to episode number 106 of HearthCast, recorded for you on February 9th, 2012, and made possible by RiptideSoftware.com. This is Root, and we are a podcast for the casual World of Warcraft player. And this is Freckleface, and our topic for today is looking for raid, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Also in this episode, we've got some whispers, we've got a looking for fail, and we've got some hot seat questions for Freckleface. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. HearthCast Season 4 is proudly sponsored by RiptideCloud.com, custom Salesforce programming, management, and training. ReduceTheLag.com, drop your latency by up to 50%. Just visit ReduceTheLag.com today. System.com, remote infrastructure management, and the IMG International Mastermind Group. want to give a shout-out to all of our guildmates on the Hordelies on the Deathwing server, especially to Hind, who is actually not even here right now. He's on vacation with his lovely wife. Uh, he's probably flying overhead. So he's why are you the, giving him a shout-out if he's not listening? Because he'll listen back to the podcast when he gets back, and he'll be like, because if we don't, then they'll call us out in the chat room, really. That's the only reason. I just don't want to get called out. All of our friends and fans from Facebook and Twitter, we love you guys, and we thank you for interacting with us on a daily basis. So, hey, Freckleface. Hey. Been busy this week, huh? Yes, I have. So, uh, what's going on? What's up with you this week in the world of Warcraft? Um, I mostly just hopped on for a few minutes here or there, doing the Valentine's Day little dungeons. They're dungeons? Yeah, oh. there's a dungeon you can do for it. I didn't know that. <laughs> I just threw myself under the bus. Okay. <laughs> Well, most people knew. I mean, the loot that you get is three forty six blues, which is fine for me because I can disenchant and the shards go sure pretty sure, well, sure, so sure. it's worth it. Um, what about you? What's going on with you? Well, you know, we did. Uh, we tried the whole thing with the raid uh, where we split the raid up into two parts, and so on Thursday night we did um, the first part, and then on Friday night we did the second part. Normal man heroic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Normal man heroic. So the first night we got all the way to just before Altraxian. And um, I was feeling pretty tired by then. I don't forget what I did on Thursday, but I think I got there just in time for the raid. And I was just like, oh, guys, I'm. So I didn't. We Our plan was to get all the way to Altraxian and then jump on and do um, uh, random raid finder. And I was just like, ah, I'm beat. So I went, crashed, went to bed. And then um, Friday, uh, we had a company, Riptide, had a company wide paintball deal that you grew pond i don't want to talk about that (laughs) (laughs) but yes i did (laughs) and uh so we did that and actually left in time to go back and raid and meow snake actually called me i was like you nerd i was like you're raiding too he's like oh yeah so um i can say this um i was beat it was rough for me uh to stay awake after uh, paintball. Uh, but we picked up after our tracks and we get on the loot ship, right? At, well, the ship. <laughs> loot ship 2.0, whatever you want to call it. We get on the ship and we're like, okay, let's try this out and see what happens and we'll, we'll go from there. Well, we got it in the first try. We beat it. And we're like, okay, we didn't expect that. Cool. Um, what's next? Mm-hmm. So we get the spine. And I have never, you know, when you when you do random raid finder, you kind of just follow people along, you know, like so the crowd goes to the left, you go with the crowd right, type right. stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different when you're doing Tin Man. 
And so we wiped a couple times. But we figured out why we were wiping, what was going on, what we needed to do to change that. And we were making adjustments as needed. And we got through spying. And then we ended up on madness. And it just got to the point with madness where we're trying, we're starting to try to get you know things figured out, starting to understand uh, the order we wanted to go in uh, with the the platforms. Uh, we started understanding different aspects of what we were doing, who needed to do what when, and it just got to the point where, I mean, when we were breaking between um, uh, wipes, I was sleeping. It got that bad. I would just wait, like the 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 raid ready check would wake me up, and um, I finally, as the uh, hoof, it finally called me and said, "You know, how you doing? How much you got?" I said, "I got like mm-hmm. one tops, two more left in me. I am beat." Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, "All right," and we started making some stupid mistakes at that point in time, anyhow. So we called it, and uh, but you know, we're, we're so close now. Hen's out of town this week. He's our he's pretty much our main healer, so I don't know pick up some people. We'll shuffle around. We'll figure out what's happening tonight. I know tonight we can get through it. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about tomorrow night. So other than that, you know, man, work's been crazy. Yeah, so good stuff. Good times. A lot of work. A lot of stuff going on. Big news coming here pretty soon. Can't talk about it yet. Just let you know there is some uh, important news that actually does affect the podcast. So once, once that's more in... um you know the concrete aspect of everything. Uh, we will we'll, we'll share that with everybody else. It's called a teaser. They have to wait now. Hashtag Ego Networks. So I talked with Rich, and Jail for Kids is officially in on the Ego Networks. Um, what is that again? Jail for Kids is Paul's podcast. We talked about Paul. He's been on the show a couple times. Very funny guy. Um, he's into art and music. And so Jail for Kids, if you go to jailforkids.com, you can actually check it out. It's a pretty darn good podcast. Um, it's funny. Um, it's definitely going to be explicit. So I will warn everybody now that uh, don't expect it to be, you know, a clean, jovial Hearthcast podcast because it's a Jail for Kids podcast. <laughs> but, for instance, last week, it's very I was going to make I'm going to make a clip, but I'm busy. I didn't get a clip done. Um, they... Uh, actually uh, post a Facebook or Facebook post a Craigslist ad to telling people they wanted to join a band and people actually called in live to the show so it's funny you should listen now they do it live that's the cool part right but I know you can't you have other obligations Tuesday night 7 p.m. Eastern time but after it goes live then a couple of days later Paul actually puts the recording up online tries to get it the same week so it went live today. So a lot of times it's like a day or two in between and then he gets a show up live. Or not live, but recorded onto his iTunes stream. So you can check him out on iTunes and you'll progressively see the quality get better. Now we've replaced his board here. The new board. See a new board? I see it. Did you notice a new board today? Not until you put it out. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Paul has actually got some other equipment that we interact with the board with um, that sounds a little bit better. And we, we may use that. We may not. We'll see. Uh, the board definitely sounds better, 100% better. And, um, you know, so we stream live to Ustream when we do this. I mean, you got to get the whole feed to Ustream controlled because right now it's going in way too hot for Ustream. And so it comes out very distorted on Ustream. So we got to get that part figured out. 
Um, but the actual recording part comes out crystal clear. It's really good. I'm really impressed with it. So it's cool. It's very funny. Um, they normally have Zach, Paul, and Nina uh, this week, and next week it's just going to be Zach and uh, Paul because Nina's in France. So, <laughs> so give them a listen. Today's totally tantalizing topic: Raid Finder. Looking for Raid: The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Brought to you by ReduceTheLag.com. Raid Finder, Freck. What do you think about it? I like it. All right, good enough. Moving on. No, uh, <laughs> for whatever reason, Raid Finder has caused quite a stir in the World of Warcraft community. Have you noticed noticed this? Somewhat, yeah. Like Twitter is all about it. That's the Canadian version of Twitter for Richard. He's all about it. Um, it's all it's all up in a in a tiffy. People are are, are hating it. People are loving it. It's a, it. There seems to be a lot of extremes going on with random Raid Finder. And so we had asked a question last week about Raid Finder, like what people thought. It gave them plenty of time to answer. And, you know, we got some good comments from Twitter. Um, you know, there's, there's, you know, it's people saying it's a good, you know, Blizzard's doing a good job because it's keeping more people engaged with it, uh, allowing the comment um, or the content to be available. Uh, Power Word Gold made that uh, assessment of more rides in an amusement park is always a good thing. Rob Copeland said that it's been really good for him, but that you have to take the trolls in there with a grain of salt. If you remember Billy Goat, he talked about it being good for the uh, uh, his raid people to get up to speed in raid, so that was good. And just in general, most people have relatively good things to say about it. Um, however, you know, like I said, this is we're talking about the, about the good, the bad, and the ugly of Raid Finder, and there are maybe some things Blizzard can do to kind of tweak it out a little bit because I. I think a lot of times Blizzard, you know, they, they throw stuff up on a whiteboard and it looks really good, and then they throw it out on the test realm and it looks not as good but still good. And then when they get in the, in the hands of the, the community, they find out what it's really going to be like. Let me ask you, have you ever been on the test realm? A long time ago. Right. I've never gone on the test realm. I have no desire to get on the test realm. The people in the test realm are probably, you know, this is me just you know, speaking from the from the hip because I'm not on the test realm, but I would imagine that the people on the test realm are pretty, you know, into the game. Yeah. They're trying to get an advantage. Right. So your information that comes off the test realm is going to be skewed. So, yeah, it's going to be good information because it's information and, and you're going to get a reaction out of the people, but it's not going to be exactly what the rest of the community is going to do. So they throw out random rainfinder and they finally throw it out into the public and maybe they didn't get exactly what they were looking for from out from the uh, World of Warcraft community. But there's some good. Let's look at the good. The good is that people get to see uh, and experience that in-game content. You're there. You've been there. You get to kill Deathwing and you get to participate in that and it's cool. You get achievements. You get gear. You get stuff. You have the, the, like I said before, you have the experience of being there. You actually get to contribute to something that your guild is doing, that you're doing, whoever's doing. You actually get to contribute to it. You get a part of something. So you as a group, you've killed Deathwing. It's awesome. And there is some pretty good loot that drops in there. So you can actually kind of gear up a little bit while you're in there. And if you're coming off with, uh, like I got in there and I, I was replacing, you know, at least one piece of gear every week out of Random Raid Finder, I probably still could. So there's 
that's the good part of it is that you get to experience a game, you get to see the in-game content, you get to feel like you've been part of something, you get to get to a conclusion of the expansion. Like, I still, we haven't done it. I'm waiting for the cross-realm rating to come full bore, and then we are rating um, Ice Crown Citadel with Richard. Well, I think we just need to make a time for it. Is it live? Is it cross-realm? Yeah. Okay, well, I didn't know that. I'm not paying attention. But, I just haven't used it. <laughs> okay. I haven't. You're right. So we need to get that going. We need to, if, if that's the case, we need to schedule that because I know like Meow the Snake wants to go too and probably Kung Fu Elvis. There's enough people that want to go in there and down the Lich King because there's still a part of me. Now, BC I really don't feel because I wasn't up to, up to speed for rating in BC, but I started kind of rating in Ice Crown Citadel in Lith, Wrath of the Lich King. So there's a part of me that feels that that's unfinished. With random raid finder, you get to finish, so to speak, the content. So that's good. But there's some bad. Some bad points, I would say, are that um, in the game physically, their players are experiencing lag. A lot of lag. A lot of lag. You know, they get on to spine, apparently, uh, lags a lot of people out. Apparently, there's a lot of stuff going on in the spine of Deathwing that lags a lot of people out. Um, most of the time I don't have an experience like that. I did have one time where I lagged out. That's when I, I continued without you and the whole game hacked against me. Hmm. But, you know, I have heard all the time, I mean, people lag out on spine on, in Random Raid Finder. So for whatever reason, 25 man on that, maybe it's just too much for them to handle. I don't know. How many, how many uh, Random Raid Finders have you done? Five. Okay, good number. How much nerd rage have you experienced? Five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> that's you a, a number. <laughs> that's a pretty good. Well, you see a lot of it. That's my point. There is just a lot of people. I only got a threats against me once. So it's well, not terrible. The the problem. I mean, you look at these guys come in there and they're like, you know, learn the fight. You don't know what you're doing. You're supposed to do this. You, it's like, would you calm down? This random raid finder. It's very cutthroat. It's like that's that is why those people are here. They are here. One of the reasons, not the reason, but a good reason for people to go into random raid finder is actually learn what is kind of expected out of them out of the fight. Yes, the fight changes when you get the normal mode. However, do you remember a couple months ago probably, and you probably experienced it too, and you probably re-experienced it now that I've given you a flat screen monitor. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I had a <laughs> self plug there. <laughs> um I went into the troll dungeons, and the very first time I went into the troll dungeons, actually with the guild, because actually one of the first times I went, I got everybody left the group because I told them it was my first time. I remember that. But when I get in there, I was literally taken aback by the graphics, and I was like, "Whoa! Look at all this." Same thing kind of happened when you first drop down onto Deathwing's back, under the spine. You're like, "I'm on the spine of Deathwing." And so there is a moment of awe, if you will, that you're that you're doing that in the game. That's okay. I would rather that happen in a random raid finder than in a real raid because, you know, you want to white. He's bad. But what's happening is people will get in the random raid finder and these other people who's the first time in the random raid finder, the first time on the on the spine of Deathwing, who are experiencing this moment for the very first time, who are going, Holy crap, I'm on the back of Deathwing, and everybody else is going, Would you fight? Fight hit that guy. What are you, why are hey, you standing you should, you around? You should know how what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get over there. Yeah. Did you not watch the video? 
you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, it, which brings up a whole nother thing that bothers me. I, yes, videos and um, guides and strategy write-ups are all fine and well and dandy, but there's part of me that kind of goes, doesn't that take away from the the mystery and the figuring out of it all of the game? I don't think so. I think it does a little. I mean, it's good to be prepared, mm-hmm. but I would rather my preparedness come with um, some form of uh, role play involved in it, I think. I don't know. Like somebody telling me, you have to watch out for Deathwing. He may roll. As you want a, like an NPC to tell you? Yeah, how to yeah, do yeah, 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 yeah. As opposed to like going and watching some video on YouTube with some guy telling me exactly where to stand, what to do, when to do it. So that's just me. Different mm-hmm. tangent. I'm just saying that. I disagree, but okay, you're yeah. fine. It's allowable. But when you when you have people who are nerd raging over somebody because they didn't watch a video in Random Raid Finder, get over it. It's Random Raid well, Finder. It's not even make it pinpoint and say why didn't you watch a video. It's just they just seem aghast that someone would not know what they're doing. That someone might be the tiniest bit unfamiliar with the scenario that's playing out. Correct. Which yeah. bothers me. Right. It's like, just relax. There right. are 25 it, people in right. here. And it didn't just happen in Raid Fighter. I mean, that happened in the the new Heroics. You know, I had spent, you know, an hour going through different people getting kicked and leaving and then the, the last boss, and I was, wasn't was getting it All right. when I asked, hey, what am I supposed to do with, with this wave comes? No one answered. And they finally just said, you're an idiot. Let's kick you out. Wow. Right. Yeah. See, now, there's too much rage like that. Yeah. One of the other things that I think is actually bad in Random Raid Finder, and this could be easily fixed, is you get paired up with people who have such different levels of gear that some guy is going to be doing uber amounts of damage when you get somebody who's just got the item level to be in there in the first place. And you mix those two, and the guy's like, you know, you're a tank and I'm a tank and I'm doing... 30 times the amount of damage you're doing. The guy's like, yeah, but your gear level is also a gazillion times higher than mine or whatever. It's like, you know, that can't be... Blizzard can fix that with with grouping of, like, gear levels. But, um, yeah, it's just... it's just And that, that all contributes to the, to, the, to the nerd rage. And I think that that now, I honestly... This is what I was thinking about this the other night, that... that Random raid finder might come the new become the new uh, place for all the horrible trade chat. You know, all the insults and everything might end up in random raid finder. Like you go there for your fair share of abuse every week. <laughs> so, True. Yeah. And then I don't know how many times I'm so sick and tired of people arguing over loot in random raid finder. I haven't heard a lot of loot arguments. Oh my goodness. I just kind of need on whatever it lets me need on. Well, and that's what leads to the unless it's something I already have, then I try not to. That's that's still the same thing because people just need if they see need, they click need. Mm-hmm. They don't think about what they see. They see need, they click need, and then people are like, like at least three times that I've been in Random Raid Finder now, somebody will win a roll, and then another person will go, oh, um, you just give that to me. Well, you didn't win the roll. Well, no, I, I don't care. I need that. Well. So do I. Yeah, but I need it. But I won the roll. <laughs> you know? 
Well, whatever. I need it um, for my for for my main. But I won the role. You know, it's just like the role doesn't mean Are anything. They trying to bully you. No, bully no, you people? didn't. No, actually, it's never happened to me personally. I was using, I was just saying me as an example. But like, there was one particular one that we were in two weeks ago or so. A guy kept on asking and asking, asking for. I don't know what it was. I don't know. Gloves, I think. I don't really remember. And the guy at first was like ignoring him. And then he was like, no, I'm going to use it for my off spec. And all, the guy just kept needing, needing. And I know I, I want it. I want it. You got to give it to me. You got to give it to me. And up to the point where after we downed Deathwing, he's still asking for it. Wow. And so I finally, I'm sitting there and we're all kind of laughing about this guy who's still asking for this guy. And so I put into the, uh, into, into the, the, the raid chat, I was like, hey, dude, thanks for those gloves. I'm just going to go ahead and DE him since I can't use them. <laughs> right? And the guy's like, yeah, man, no problem. <laughs> you know, I just played along right into it. And uh, it was it was just funny. There's, so, so what did the guy say? Oh, he was freaked out. But then the guy ended up giving him the gloves at the end. So, I mean, it's Aww. cool. Yeah, it was, it was a cool guy. You could tell he was a cool guy because he just kept egging the guy on. But that was one instance. I don't know how many other instances I've been in where the people actually are like, you know, I need those more than you. Well, you don't know that. And... I don't know. It is. I don't like that aspect of people. If you need, great. Everybody needs on it. Everybody can need on it, can roll on it, and whoever wins the roll gets. That's the fairest thing to do. And so, blah. I don't care. Now, the problem is this. The ugly part of it all comes out with people. People tend to confuse random raid finder with like, I don't know, normal raids. Here's the thing. On our normal raids, you know, now that, you know, now that I have a whole what month maybe of raiding experience, I can talk like I'm a pro. <laughs> pro tip. Um we have wiped enough together and done the content enough together as a raid group that we kind of know what we're going to do at least for the first half of these bosses, right? We we uh, we got through all tracks in one shot last time, which we've never done before. We got through the loot ship 2.0 in one shot, one time, one attempt. And then we started wiping, which is fine. That's part of progression, you know? But um, when you get thrown into random raid finder, you're in there, unless you're in there with 25 members of your guild, you're going to be in there with 25 or however many other strangers are in there that you've probably never played with before. Now, yeah, you can go in there with 10 people out of your own guild or whatever, but you're still going to be in there with people that you've never run with before. Chances are very high of that happening. So you don't know what they're going to do. You don't know what they're going to be capable of. You don't know what kind of gear they've got. You don't even know if the person's going to be there or not. If they're just going to join and walk away and go grab a sandwich from Jimmy John's. You don't know that. And so... The expectation for someone to go in there and say these people should react and do the same type of of style and gaming and, and output that we have in our normal tin mode tin man raid group is absurd in my opinion. It's random raid finder. You know, get used to it. You know, it's a pug. Get used to it. It's the same deal. It's the same complaint that people have with pugs. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah, they do. They just don't know how to do it with you. You know, it takes it takes some time and some teamwork. Rage quit with no relief. They can't take the caffeine pill. They can't be like, pop a rage quit relief and be good. No. Because people are rage quitting all the time in these things. Because people start 
yelling and yelling and back and forth and griping and complaining. And people are like, oh, yeah, well, I just quit. Well, okay, 10 seconds later, we got to fill. You know, it doesn't matter. So quitting it doesn't matter. Just stick it out. You know, just ignore the chat like I do and keep moving. But right now, at least in my experience, except for like maybe one time, except for maybe like one time, there's been a lot of hate in, in Random Raid Finder. Just a lot of nerd hate. I don't know if you experienced that. Somewhat, yeah. Well, have you, you've been threatened to get kicked out, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you been kicked out of Random Raid Finder yet? No. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't either. But I, I voted for people to get kicked out, mostly because they're AFK. One time because the guy was a jerk. Yeah, if they're a jerk, I vote for him. Yeah. Well, you told me the other week you just vote. If everybody else in the guild says yes, you just cast your vote that way too. Well, yeah, because they're actually paying attention to what people are doing. <laughs> so if they honestly think we'll go smoother and kick someone out, sure, I'll right. with the drink. Right, I agree with that. That's a good that's a good way to look at it. Now, the bottom line of this whole thing, in my, and this is just opinion, but you know, my show, get used to it, or our show, I'm sorry, is that there is nothing that is forcing me to do Random Raid Finder. Nothing. Blizzard did not say, you have to go do this in order to continue in the game. No, that's not there. Blizzard doesn't force you to go into Random Raid Finder. If you personally don't want to deal with what's in Random Raid Finder, don't go in. But I still think there are people who want to cause issues. The last time we were in there, that I was in there with with the, the team... We firmly believe that there was a guy who was purposely trying to screw up the the, the encounter, mm-hmm. like going through and purposely, you know, hitting things he wasn't supposed to hit and aggroing things he wasn't supposed to aggro, just to make everybody else's life miserable. Just a new way to grief. So now, personally, I will still continue using Random Raid Finder. I still enjoy it. It's fun. Because you go in there and face roll and get through stuff for the most part. Unless someone does something really stupid. Have you wiped yet? Full wipe in Random Raid Finder? What do you mean by full wipe? Has your entire group raid wiped in Random Raid? Yeah, you've been there. What? No. Yeah, 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 we have. Blah, 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 blah. On Deathwing's fine. What? Mm hmm. We did? Yeah. I don't remember that. Sure did. They were attacking the wrong guys or something like that. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. And then the guy didn't do the nuclear explosion, and yeah. two people were close to him, and blah blah blah. Yeah. Ginger. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So overall, like I said, I want to continue using it. It doesn't bother me that much. Um, I can't. You know, you take it with like like who was it? Rob Copeland. You take it with a grain of salt. You know, there gonna be people are gonna be jerks. So what? Let them be jerks. I'm still in there. I'm still gonna get a fair share at some decent loot. You know, worst case scenario, I don't get anything, but I've had, you know, a couple hours of fun. Looking for fail PST. This wasn't really in a random, but when I was hanging out in Ogremar today on my pally, this priest whispered me and said, Hey, can I ask you some questions about holy healing? I said, Sure. I might not be that great, but, you know, go ahead. They started saying, Hey, what's your main healing spells? And just as I was starting to type and they say and do you use inner fire inner will it's like wait a minute 
are you asking about paladin healing or priest healing? And then they said, oh, you're paladin, sorry. This is a really avoidable thing. How is that avoidable? Well, you have settings within your interface that in the chat channels, you can have it colored a different color according to your class. Okay. Okay. So whenever a priest talks, their name is in white. Whenever a paladin talks, their name is in a light purple. Mage is light blue. Shaman is dark blue. Warrior is brown. Death Knight is red. Rogue is yellow. Hunter is green. So forth. So forth. You have one class left, and it's a warlock. Warlock. Purple. Yes. <laughs> wow. Congratulations. That was cool. That was like that was awesome. <laughs> so my point is, my point is, there's no reason that you should not know the class of someone you're talking to. And one of my pet peeves, as well as some people are trying to make a group for. Um, Baron and Hold or something like that and they say whisper me your class I'm not whispering my class to anybody if you, <laughs> I have to tell you my class I'm not going with you because you're retarded okay just saying just saying it was a fail on this person's part because even if they didn't have a color they, they should have shift clicked on my name and it would have said Freckleface level 85 paladin Ogamar. and they were in Orgrimmar too right uh, yeah well there you go so that's uh, it's interesting. I don't know. But they're looking, if they're and if they're just next to me, I'm not sure how they got a hold of my name. <laughs> they would have seen the plate gear. You know, if I was a priest, would have been wearing this long flowing robe, and I'm not a dress. Now, I don't look at people's gear and kind of look at it and go, "Oh, you're a blank." Like pretty much, I know if there's a bear running around, it's a druid. <laughs> <laughs> um. Other than that, yeah, whatever. But then again, higher level, you can you can tell, you can tell. Well, I mean, I you know they'll dress slightly different. Yeah, but I, I guess I I do. I do like the who. If I'm looking for like, if I want to talk to warlock about something, I do like a who. Mm-hmm. And then I see the warlock because it has a class on the who. Right. Right. Or if I'm at a target dummy and I see a guy cat, which because I know the warlock spells he's casting, right. which mind you, some of them are very similar to other other spells. Yes, they are. But I'll watch them a little bit and go, okay, especially after the pet out. The pet's a dead giveaway for a warlock, you know. Yeah. But, you know, then I'll talk to him. But I don't, you know, I don't just kind of randomly go to people and be like, hey, can you tell me about a warlock? Kind of makes me wonder why they don't have a, someone in the guild they can talk to. Noxic, hello, noxic.com. Well, it's not a part. If you're wanting, like, somebody to actually explain it to you, you know, a website or forums, you know, help you, you know, somewhat. I'd be like, um, just visit uh, the Horderly's forums, and you can have all your questions answered right there, because <laughs> you know they would in detail. Mm-hmm. Well, that is no. There's good. There's actually really some really really good info. Have you? You haven't read our forums, have you? We have forums. <laughs> well played, but no. There's some really really good information on the Horderly's forums. So there's. Yeah, a lot of good stuff there for different classes, too. So it's always good. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's – don't talk to a pally about holy healing from a priest. No, you uh, can get away with that. Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of rough. You're in the hot seat. I've got some hot seat questions for you tonight, Freckleface. Awesome. Yeah. The first one is from uh, Sayamara. 
And they apparently said only because I asked or you asked. Um, Who asked? Me, I guess, asked for hot seat questions. Oh, okay. So, um, and this is directed to you. Okay. I hope because I can't answer this question. <laughs> Nylons or stockings and garters and why? Well, the short answer is this is Florida. Nobody wears any of those. <laughs> <laughs> Nor do we say bye. Uh, I guess he's talking about pantyhose at the nylons. That's what we call them here. But I haven't worn pantyhose in like seven years. <laughs> and stockings, I mean, the garters, you have to get the garter belt. They're so unwieldy. Like if you put on your underwear and then you put on a garter belt, you can't take off. It just, it's very complicated. There's all these hooks. <laughs> it's a- I want to be comfortable. I don't need an oil change. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It's complicated. <laughs> so you, you you go, What well, you say neither. Well, if I was going to dress up like we were talking about in our last podcast. Yeah, for so Valentine's I the, Day. I go with the stockings and garters, but everyday wear, nothing. I wear skirts with bare legs. All right. Like hoof it. He has bare legs, Ew. too. Oh, bare legs. Ah, uh, you see what I did there? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It took you a second, though, because yeah. <laughs> you ooed first. <laughs> I did not want to picture that. Yeah. Uh, we have one from Dark Flip. Actually, we have a couple here from Dark Flip. He seems to like this. Yes, I think he does. Um, <laughs> What has been your weirdest date? Hmm. I haven't been on a lot of weird dates. Um something that I do tell people is that before um, my hubby and I actually got together we went on a date and we did not click at all. Oh no? No. I had to pick him up because he didn't have a driver's license yet. Went out to eat and he didn't eat and I didn't like that. We didn't really have anything to talk about. He got like sick to his stomach because he used to get nervous every time like he dated anybody. So it just, I just kind of went, uh, I'm not feeling this. And then nothing happened for like three months. So it wasn't weird in and of itself. I can see that though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When uh, when my parents first met, they hated each other too. They hated each other. Yeah, there was like some serious dislike between them. <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. It just they just didn't click. Like that you said. Like oh, wasn't that we hate each other? Obviously, it was just. Well, no, they they apparently did not like each other, <laughs> and then got, I guess apparently got over that really well. So apparently, <laughs> apparently so. <laughs> Uh, Dark Flig also asks, the kinkiest thing you've done in bed. I don't think we can answer that on this show. I plead the fifth. Oh, all right. Yeah. Can you answer him in a private DM that he could then tell me about later? No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, an event you regret and said you'd never talk about. Well, I can't talk about that, can I? Or do they exist? Sure. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. But you can't talk about it. No. Oh. <laughs> right. Sorry, well, you're not getting me on that one. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Was almost. Was, keep them coming, Dark Flip, because that was close. <laughs> almost. I will not crack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gimp's Gold has a question for us here okay. tonight. And uh, Gimp says, if you were restricted to only playing one class slash race combination and never able to change it, what combo and why? Um, 
It'd have to be a gnome, because I like my gnomes. I guess a gnome mage, because I like the mage. Gnome mage. I'd miss healing, but... Hmm. Unless they did a gnome paladin. That'd be so cute. (laughs) Really? Really. Okay. And... AF9. That's a great one. Um, it says, your hair in the your hair in pictures looks great. What do you use? Uh, Tresemme. We talked about this before, didn't we? Did we? Yeah, yeah the know. name Tresemme is very familiar to me, and it would only be familiar to me if we talked about it here, I guess. Oh, you, you're talking about... You asked me what I would do if they stopped making my favorite shampoo. Oh. Maybe that's like the it, same it's guy. like a hypothetical. No, you asked oh, me like I, a hypothetical oh. question, and it was to make a point of some economics thing. Yeah, but right. thank you very much. No, not you. Oh, oh, AF nine. Yes, AF nine. Okay, well, that's the end of the hot seat <laughs> questions. Not a lot of them this week. Well, I just didn't go into, didn't go into detail. That could have been. Oh, that's true. You quite a long answer. You did but not go into detail. I'm not going to spill my <laughs> secrets. As much as Dark Flip tries, it's a, you know he's bringing it. He's bringing he it. Yes. So, hey, did you play Sword Tour this week? Yes. Well, you don't say that apprehensively because I played some too. We played some together, and there's some things that I think Sword Tour is doing better than WoW. You know that I like mm-hmm. that I, I cannot wait for Blizzard to adopt. We've already said the AOE looting. Yeah. Uh, once I turned on the auto loot, that became a lot better. Because <laughs> I had auto loot turned off. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> then, now, um, they did come out with the patch yesterday, and I have not played since the patch. But one thing that made me upset was when I did the create a character, my character came this little tiara thing across her head. You know, she's a Twi'lek. She doesn't have hair, so it's the only decoration. And now know, it's gone? I sp- I sp- it's gone. Oh. And I emailed um, customer support, opened a ticket, and emailed back, and basically said... Oh, sorry about that. Did they give it back? No. Hey, I got a question for you. What? Since the new monitor, are the nose things gone? No. They're still there? Yeah. Yeah. It's very subtle. I think it's I think it's the um I think it's the graphics on their end. Just look for mm-hmm. it. Just look I, at their I've been noses. looking for it, but I don't see it. I don't know. I don't see it. Now one of the things that has kind of annoyed me a couple times is my character in the cutscenes because there are these little interactive cutscenes every mm-hmm. time you talk to an APC when you're doing a quest. And my character will talk, but his mouth won't move. Yeah, that happens sometimes. But the whole body's still doing the movement. Like, They're you making know, like these the gestures, gestures. Right, and I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> their gestures are kind of random. They don't always match what they're saying, so... <laughs> like, now, why don't we kill this guy? And they're just waving their like, hands around. I'm a turkey. <laughs> um what I thought was really cool, because you and I quested together, mm-hmm. and I've been telling like a lot of people, I think Sword Tours got the group questing thing done right. Yes. I really do. Now, the thing I, that just I was giddy about when it happened was you had gone over to talk to either turn in a quest. I think you're either turning one or picking one up and dealing with the quest guy. You're dealing with an NPC. doesn't matter. And I get this little pop-up on my screen that says, hey, Freckleface is dealing with this NPC. Would you like to join them in a hollow call? Starting a conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, click. Yes, I do. And I showed up as a hologram, a full-size hologram right next to you. Right. And and I was like, man, that is cool. 
because it did the whole voice. It did it did everything just like you know. Wow, I was just like just just like in Star Wars. Yeah. Hello, Franco Face. I'm here as a hologram, and I would like to talk with you. You know so. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's more like this, but you know, yeah. Um, I would like to be part of this quest. What are you doing? Now, this is my question. What's your question? If the hollow thing, you know, our technology, if you go back, you know, a couple of hundred years, even the stuff that we have now when it's first coming out. Right. The worst version of it. Now, I'm going to totally massacre a, a quote. But the guy has said that um, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Okay, I've heard that. That was not what I was talking about. Well, okay, I felt the need to interject and interrupt you. But I don't understand. I know. I don't understand why there's apparently 4,000 years difference between the Old Republic and the movies. Okay. So why is the technology the same? All right. It's not actually. Are you sure? Yes. It looks the same. No, here's the thing. Um, In the whole George Lucas timeline, people who are diehard Star Wars fans don't like George Lucas too much because he screws with their timeline. Okay. The original movie, A New Hope, which was mm-hmm. chapter four, if you remember right, Luke right. Skywalker, yes. Tatooine, okay. Everything was dirty, broken down, dusty, grindy, all this stuff, you know, and George Lucas has said it's this way, everything's so grindy and broken and, and dirty and all this other kind of stuff because it's been around for so long. Okay. Right, all right, cool. We're like, all right, good enough. And then he got a budget. And then he started making millions of dollars from these movies, uh, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden everything's not so grindy and broken. And so he had to come up with another excuse as to why stuff wasn't all dirty and grindy. Well, you know, and so he tends to mess with a lot with the timeline. Now, when you look at the Old Republic and where it is in the whole timeline, like was it 4,000 years before New Hope and everything else started? Pretty much what they're saying is technology had gotten to a certain point and because of the grip that, you know, everybody, the intergalactic wars and all the other kind of mumbo jumbo going on, technology kind of got into a locking position and didn't progress. And then it all gets all screwed up and beat down and old and grungy and then the empire starts focusing on the ultimate weapon of the death star and so it's like the goals aren't to progress technology as it is much to accept the technology and blow everybody else up hmm. so the priorities are a lot of whack so but yeah you talk to any any true star wars fan and they also had pretty terrible medical they got cool medical stuff man what about, about when um yeah, robot arms. What's and her stuff. face? Natalie Portman went into labor. That looked like Uba. a lot of pain. Uba. That's what the robot was. Uba. Something like that. Um. Whatever. They were on a ship. What do you expect? You don't have the best medical care on a ship. You got to get her back to a uh, hospital or something. I guess. Well, eh. what's interesting is yeah, I don't really remember the second um, Kotor all that well. I remember the first one you... Oh, Knights of the Old Republic? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Remember the first one you wake up and you can either become a Sith or Jedi and they keep talking about this Revan person and 
basically who was you know such an evil Sith and basically found out that it was you. Ah. And but you were uh, like almost died and were brainwashed and. Well, now I don't need to play the game. Done figured it out. You figure out. Well, even even one type of demo. And the second one, as you're doing kind of the prologue, as the person's telling you what happened, you're also sort of telling that person what happened, as in, you know, Revan could have been a male or a female, depending on how you played. You could have picked either one. So you're talking to the person, and they say, they're talking about, oh, yeah, there's some Revan person. He, blah, blah, blah. And then you have a choice to say, he, I thought it was a she. (laughs) And if you pick that, the rest of the game, they will refer to Revan as a she. And the other part of that is at the end of the first one, you have the chance to, you know, pick which side. Right. And they also do the same thing at the beginning of the second one. You kind of say what that person uh, did and then reference it that way. Now, that, that's cool. Yeah. Because that means you could carry on that whatever you played as in the previous yeah. game. Now, the planet that we're on, I went south and there's a little... Um, They're on right now? Yeah. Okay. There's a little area and it's, it's this cult of Revanites. Her following the old person, Revan. Oh. Yeah, but they they refer to him as a he. So you don't get um, that option there. So I was like, well. Oh, that's all sad. Yeah. yeah. I took that away. That's kind of sad. Yeah. There's an old game called Leather Goddesses of Phobos. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Leather Goddesses of Phobos? That sounds like an Phobos? M-rated game, is it? Um, You had to be at least... I think 16, 18 something. I forget. Okay. They asked you a historical question as age proof. Oh, really? Yeah, my dad caught on because I'd be like, Dad, uh, who was president in 19? That was before Google. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this wouldn't <laughs> That'd be work. funny if they tried to use that now. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't work. <laughs> what famous actor said, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but when you in Leather Goddesses of Phobos first uh, wake up, you have to use the bathroom. Yeah. Well, what bathroom do you go into? Oh, you pick a gender. Yeah. That's well, interesting. Yeah, so that's, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, like great that. game. Yeah. Great game. Okay. Fantastic I have game. to find it. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they still make it. You can probably find a reference to it on Wikipedia. Mm. But I actually got started, too, on this old game. It hasn't got me on. It's a visual novel. Have you ever played one of those? Um. Yes, one called Mist. I never have Mist? before. I it's it so Mist. strange. I spent an hour just reading. That's all I've done so far. Oh. But apparently it's his favorite game of all time. So he's just... What's it called? Fate Stay Night. Hmm. Interesting. I dragged him to a museum Sunday. And that was so your... He's, yeah, he's like, oh, if I'm going to a museum, <laughs> you're playing his game. That's kind of... It's kind of a trade-off. That's fair. Yeah, that's I got That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I remember once we had a, a, a game when I, was, when I was on the Commodore 64, and it was a mystery game. And it was like a like a whodunit type thing. Yeah. Type thing. And I had finally – we played this game for so – I mean hours and hours and hours. And I finally got to the point where I had all my evidence gathered and, and everything and I'm about to accuse this guy and we had a power failure. Oh, no. It was devastating. So. Had you saved? No. Oh, no. So. That'd be the worst. Pretty bad. You still remember that? Did you have to go to therapy? <laughs> Maybe that would have changed my life if I'd just gone to therapy instead. <laughs> but no, I uh, I don't remember what happened. I just remember that that moment. I was mad about it. Mm. Just yeah.
Well, Freck, that's about the end of number, uh, what are we on, 106 now already? That's right. That's a, that's a, lot, of, that's a lot of episodes. And um, we want to thank everybody for being a part of 106. If you want to be part of 107, you can do so just by sending us your questions, comments, or any other feedback by using our website submission form. It's over on hearthcast.com. You can also email us directly at contribute at hearthcast.com. You can call our Hearthcast hotline. At 407-520-5342, you can send us a post via Facebook, or you can tweet us at, at HearthCast, at HearthCastFreck, and at HearthCastRoot, and just use the hashtag HearthCast. We'd again like to thank our sponsors, Riptide Software, Reduce the Lag, and System.com. HearthCast is part of the Ego Podcasting Network. For more quality podcasts, check out egonetworks.com. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for HearthGas.com. This podcast is part of the Ego Podcasting Network. Tooth.